Hello and welcome to episode four of Success Busting, the podcast that goes behind the Insta feed and polished press release to dig out the real story behind our overnight successes. to episode four. This week I am absolutely delighted to be joined by my third Lucy in four episodes. <laughs> Please forgive me. Uh, this week I'm joined by the, the world's first and only comparison coach Lucy Sheridan. Lucy is an absolute font of knowledge, a real calming influence on my life and I really wanted to get her in so that you guys could get a peek behind the scenes of what goes on with her. If you follow her on Instagram you'll know that she's often found coaching um, private clients but speaking on stages around the world, hosting retreats and masterminds and that kind of thing and she does a lot of brand partnerships as well so I thought it'd be really interesting to get her in to speak to her. Just before we get stuck into the good stuff I want to remind you the doors are open to the Ecom Growth Hub if you want to come and work with me and my team growing your ecom business there really is no better place we've had some phenomenal successes in there if you do want to join I'm going to leave the link in the show notes come and see us in there if you enjoy the podcast please remember to leave us a review it really really helps and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts let's get stuck in here's Lucy Hi Lucy, how are you? Hey, I'm good, thanks AP. How are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. Do you know you're the third Lucy I've had on in four episodes? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I like to keep things simple. I'm, I'm thinking it's hell of a hat niche. trick. Yeah, I'm thinking it's just my new niche. I should just change the podcast to the Lucy show. Lucy's in conversation. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, I'm so surrounded by Lucy's. It's brilliant. I love it. How are you doing today? We're for anyone listening in the future, we are still in lockdown, aren't we? So how are you, yeah. how are you finding the whole experience? I'm all right. Um mainly because I am trying to keep as much of a routine going as possible, which I noticed from mm. PP pre-pandemic I did not have. <laughs> so things like getting up, I'm pressing snooze a couple of times, obviously. Um, but getting up around the same time, going to bed about the same time, watching the stuff I like to binge around tea time rather yeah. than like opening a new episode of the Kardashians at 10 to 11 at night. Um, so my dream will say thank you for that. But um, yeah, I'm doing all right, thank you. But I don't have any need to be anything other than just all right. Keeping that yes. steady eddy, like neutrality is sexy for me, <laughs> um, is yeah. where I really want to be. So I'm not being. And isn't that a gift? Isn't that yeah. like, oh, it's like a shoulder drop, isn't it? Oh, oh wow. I just have drop. to be all right. And can I also share this one as well? Like, take the tongue off the roof of your mouth. Yeah. That's a new, like, that's like yeah. the mother sinking too. So, yeah, it, it is. And I think something I've become aware of, and forgive me, I forget where I saw this, but I saw someone, someone wrote a great post recently on the gram about I'm feeling unhurried. And I was like, this yes. word, unhurried, my, all my DNA just went, yes, that's it. Yeah. So um, I'm doing all right. Yeah. I have um, oodles of privilege, which make that so too. Um, mm. And someone that's been on a bit of a mental health journey because, well, welcome to the planet Earth. Um, I would also say I am very happy to be just all right. When 
the first, like the first yeah. sort of announcement started to happen, I really started creaking and um, had to have not a word with myself because it was way more compassionate than that, but had a really loving hug with myself about, you're going to be all right, kid. We can't predict what's going on, yeah. but spoiler, you never could. And I was like, okay, yeah. okay, one step in front yeah, of the other. Yeah, it's just a reminder, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just a, just a reminder, like Mother Earth saying, just a reminder, just a little tap on yeah. the shoulder, I'm in charge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spoiler. <laughs> I am the boss of you. Yeah. <laughs> crazy isn't it yeah. oh yeah brilliant it's um it's such a strange time isn't it but I guess I guess one thing is com- 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 oh it's tripping over my words one thing is constant mm. just for a really tenuous link back to the whole point of the podcast yeah. is our idea of success so yeah, just to kick true. things off Lucy Sheridan are you successful yeah <laughs> are you <laughs> You're the first person to say it. Oh my god, I couldn't love you more. Let me qualify. No, not qualify. No, that no, no, that like, no one should be apologizing and convincing and persuading. Um, I have had to do so much work, capital W, on mm. being all right and allowing myself to want what I want. And and it has not come easy. And you know, ask me on another day, I might have been like I've definitely had, and it's all, listen, it's already gone a bit high-pitched. I've definitely had successful moments. Um, But I kind of felt like, you know, when I sat down knowing I was going to talk to you today, I kind of felt like maybe it's time to um, be more honest about how I feel because a lot, it it doesn't have to be hard one, but it hasn't happened by chance. And I'm sure we'll come on to this, but there are different variations of success too. But um, for yeah, for because I didn't have any sort of like model or um role model in in what I'm doing, and I know success goes outside, you know, the work world. And I'm using air bunnies mm. there when I use that word too, um, <laughs> as well. Like, because how could we not? Um, <laughs> but it's kind of like defining that and working towards that, and having and and deciding that okay, I'm going to have to be, I'll be the first one um has Mm. meant that I've been I've checked in on this idea of success a lot but I wish that I had heard been in the room with more people especially those that identify as women that had not Mm. had their voice shake and I want to be one of those women that their voice doesn't shake when they answer questions like that oh oh I love that so okay so so what would it take for you just to say yes full Mm. stop so what takes you to say yes? Before, in, well, in terms of like the accepting of... Um, yeah, like as in there is no, there's no like justifier or qualifier afterwards. It's just, yeah. Mm, well, I think like, a, yeah. a big part of it has been, like I say, like um, allowing myself to want what I want without apology or filtering it because that would be more acceptable and, um, you know, wouldn't trigger people because I'm sure we'll get onto that before. Mm. But like, I know I trigger people because they email me to tell me. How's that for a bounce yeah. across? Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway um, so, you know, that's, there's a, in the book, The Big Leap um, by Gay Hendricks, which I really recommend. I go back to it about every nine months mm. or so. Um, yeah, he explores the concept of rather than the fear of failure, there's the fear of success and about how our programming as we grow up through, like through no malice or design, it's just what it's like, um, can yeah. set us up to fear success. And one of the one of the tenets of that is fear of outshining. So if you think back mm. to like, oh, don't go and show your um, 
don't show your sibling that because um, they didn't have a very good day at school today. Um, or don't, don't be too loud about that at the party because so-and-so doesn't have that toy or whatever it is. You know, from a young age, we're taught um, not only is it not acceptable to um, be excited about what might, we might have, be achieving the, you know, our own talents and our skills, uh, we're taught it's, mm. it's, it's dangerous to do so because who wants to be left out of the group? Um, so, mm. you know, to a long answer to a very direct question, what does it take not to? Part of it as well is I have decided that I want to be that sort of person that can be direct about that and not try and swerve it. Okay, And, I, you know, whether it's kind of like really true or not, someone else might think you haven't even got started. Someone else might think, you know, they'll have different opinions. We'll yeah. all have different opinions of that because, again, welcome to the human race. But um, yeah. it's kind of like for my patch of earth and who I want to be and you know, and that be a legacy, not just be like a one-time thing. Um, being able to answer yeah. that question, even if I'm like eighty percent in belief of it, and I need to catch up on the other twenty, being able to answer that um, without my voice quivering has been um, like a goal. Yeah, it's, it's like it's that it's... important because it's the energetics of it. Like, can I hold? If you can't hold the world or the word success, how can you hold mm. the? how success shows up for you that's been part of my own self-inquiry it's so interesting it's it's fascinating to me so you're the first um person I've spoken to that hasn't prefaced it with well I guess it depends who's asking and what you're saying is it's me asking it's me judging myself it's me you're asking me the question and I am answering it from my heart that's exactly it that's exactly it and it does come from the heart too and this will be very triggering for some people they will have they will have been like turned off already and that's totally fine um, but if we each of us had to get up to be accepted by everyone else in the morning and act accordingly, you know, we would be shells of ourselves and very, very small, very, very quickly. Mm. I don't know that it will turn people off. I mean, I guess it will turn some people off. Some people just won't like us, but <laughs> we just have to accept yeah, that. That's, that's part, part yeah. of success. Um, but I find, so in the in the Econ Growth Hub, yeah. I find the majority of the mindset issues are people that almost just need someone to say to them, it's okay to be like confident and you don't have to sit there and go oh like do you really think I could do that or like little old me do 50k a month you know it's almost like like hearing someone say yes I'm successful this is why like these are the facts Mm. and that's okay I think is what a lot of people need to hear yeah and 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 to hear that a big part of it is giving yourself permission too mm. um I don't know do you thought there's someone I love following online called Kerry Jarvis and she has this whole population yes. around kind of like the audacity like the, how, yeah. how, how yeah. who does she think she is and like yeah I saw so she tagged me in a post this oh, morning it was great wasn't see, I just it? love yeah, yeah. How, dare how dare she dare she um yeah. and I realize you know what I love about her work is that um she checks me and my judgment of others but I also feel like mm. she's rooting for where I want to be too, in terms of like just being myself, there being no apology, there being no deferential element of it, um, there being no yeah, but, yeah, but. Uh, yes. which, and I had to verbally sit on my hands so much at the start of this conversation yeah. for that. But yeah, but uh, yeah. that's programming. <laughs> that's not me, that's programming. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's funny when, when she posts, when Kerry posted that this morning, she's actually a new coach for us in the hub. When she posted that this morning, I was talking to her about like last week I was just, go, I wasn't even like going through some stuff. Mm. I was just kind of thinking and got a bit like deep with myself. Yeah, yeah. And this phrase like, I don't matter kept coming up, you know, mm. that we're programmed with that I think if we're really honest, as as women of, you know, like our generation, our kind of age, mm. um, grew up and certainly in my household, it was very much that the men mattered, you know, and we mm. have to keep the men happy. And uh, don't get me wrong, I didn't grow up in the, you know, Victorian era where we yeah, all had yeah, to like yeah. bow and curtsy, but on a very kind of um the level from like when my mum grew up and my dad grew up it was it was the men of the house that matter and mm. I think that's it's deep isn't it that mm. stuff it is. and and that's what knocks on to our oh is it okay like it it just feels you want to say the words I'm successful I have money I have a great job I love my life mm. but is that okay am I making someone else feel like shit by yeah. me saying it yeah or? and at what cost it's at what deep, cost is that declaration um yeah mm. uh, yeah it is and this is you know why these conversations are so important to us dissolving the patriarchy yeah <laughs> because yeah. we're having it and, out loud and also, yeah and also not it's not all about like you know burn the patriarchy down it's yeah. about build ourselves up isn't oh, it like yeah. irrelevant yeah. of all of that let's yeah. just let's just look at how we can build ourselves up mm. so so to be able to say yes you're successful what does that mean to you is that like um, finance or happiness or like where you are in your in your career what 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 are the kind of yeah, actual aspects facts to it that? so part of it is the fact that like I feel okay and as someone that has experienced very acute anxiety and burnout and patterns of that over mm. um the years um and will mm. do again because I just call it kind of like my visitor um yeah. so that doesn't need fixing it's part of my that's ex- just part of what my life experience is going to be so being able to say, yeah, I feel like I feel okay, that is like not because I've performed to be productive in like, you know, I feel good um, and like bypassed every emotion on the way. That is a marker of, mm. wow, fulfillment, because I think fulfillment is a really big function of success for me. Um, financially, yeah. I um, do believe that is part of being successful. It's my belief. It won't be other people. Yeah. And part of that yeah. too is I've seen so many people say that it isn't um which is totally cool but I feel there's a lot of shame around that and anything that brings shame and shrinks us I think needs our attention um that is part of it too because um it buys choice and that's what I'm you know uh I'm part like an Irish immigrant family and I remember like being told from a young age like you know what you know when the biggest riches you could have in life is choice and it's a belief that like money does facilitate that I think fulfillment's a really yeah. big part of it too because um, I don't have a burn and destroy attitude to my personal relationships as in like, if you can't support me, get out of here, far from it. But I've been able to make some decisions which mean that the people that are around me are supportive and challenge me in all the, the right, right ways. People. And I yeah. have done a lot of work on also being able to receive love too. Um, mm. And that's been a biggie as well, which I'm sure we'll kind of get into as part of our conversation. But yeah, it's as multifaceted as I'm sure, as I'm sure excuse me, 
is for the people that certainly I have yeah. achieved and they use kind of the, the air bunnies there um, as well but I have achieved certain things I set out to do and I'm still excited about what's to come um, because something yeah. that uh, really motivates me is it's not just the getting of something it's the keeping of something that I find really yes. interesting the chemistry and the energetics and what it takes to stand on a plateau and stay there and not sabotage or um, not feel good enough to be there. That's yeah. really interesting to me because I think that's what stopped yeah. a lot of us sending that email, putting our hand up, starting the website, you know, getting ideas out of a journal into a Google Doc and moving forward with a passion project or when we want to take our work is that we feel like, oh, it's not for people like me. Um, I, you know, I, yeah. I won't be able to hold it. And that's a big part of like, well, part of my role really is to help people hold it because um and this is sort of inspired by that book again the big leap by gay hendrix um which is that we i'll keep his powder dry because it's worth your time to listen to um what he's got to say in my opinion mm. and that a big part of that book is the premise that we have upper limit problems and and these come up because we have a thermostat to receive and hold a certain amount of like love sex admiration money well-being you know, you know, fun in our friendships, like you name it, we're kind of programmed with a thermostat. And whenever we kind of go over that yeah. level, we reach that upper level and things start to shudder and shake and we will sabotage our way to go back to more comfort, even though it feels like we're kind of going backwards. Um, and, and all this to say, um, being aware of that has been so important in me defining my own success. Um, so things mm. like, you know, I remember getting my first sizable invoice paid and thinking, right, how am I not going to go on ASOS now? How am I going to not <laughs> rush to my credit cards to pay these Welcome off? How am I, yeah, I going to not um, go and like buy something which will see this leave my account, basically? And my yeah. getting it and keeping yeah. it was like, I'm going to let that sit in my account because this is so new. I need to acclimatize because people that are comfortable um and you know can hold these things they acclimatize they don't they're not reactionary um yeah. and that's something that I it's continue like, to be fascinated by yeah same it's like the the stories of lottery winners isn't it where yeah. they're like skint or even bankrupt within you know some cases like just a few short years yeah. it's a really start it's it's a it's a real thing like whether yeah. you're tuned into like mindset stuff and that mm. kind of thing or completely oblivious to it it's a fact isn't it yeah. it's not like some woo-woo thing that's been been made up by gay Hendrix. yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, exactly. <laughs> it's fascinating though isn't it and I think the whole thing about being afraid of success as much as failure you know when people certainly when I have some conversations mm. with people and you physically I said to someone yesterday about doing 50k a month in their business yeah. and she said I'm shaking I'm like physically shaking oh it's gosh. a real wow. physical thing and it wasn't she could fulfill the orders she had the people yeah. she it was literally the thought of something she created generating that much money yeah. was just so uncomfortable to mm. her yeah it's um it's almost Crazy. that kind of goes down to that platitude of like you know do you dare to dream <laughs> do you dare to dream yeah. it um and some, and forgive me yeah I'm and can you follow it up can, can you follow, you follow it, up? it through yeah um because yeah. I think a lot of people yeah. doubt that and um I, and forgive me, I forget the attribution, but I heard this great thing, um, even if it was a few years ago now, and it stuck with me. And it is, the question is not, is it possible? The question is, am I willing to believe this is possible for me? 
And I keep coming back to that again and again and again and again. Yeah. You know, I I am yeah. already the wildest dreams of my grandparents that kind of left home at 16. Yeah. And it was like, go left to England or go right to America. It's just what you did. I am already their wildest dreams made flesh. So it's kind of Aww. like, how can we still keep striving for all the different motivations we'll have as individuals but am I willing to believe this is possible to me especially when I can't see yeah. when I don't have a pick or we'll get onto that later but especially when I don't have um any evidence that it might be <laughs> because of what I've yeah. because of my beliefs yeah yeah exactly it's brand new isn't it yeah. you're forging a brand new path yeah. that yeah. no Sheridan has ever gone before yeah. <laughs> so so what to to be successful now was there a time where you weren't successful or I guess I I guess I know the answer to this like a time where you didn't consider yourself successful or could never see a time when you would be successful maybe certainly and I have and I've been very open about this online too so I'm not kind of um sharing any secrets here that I don't have permission to um and that is, yeah, so I think it was about, uh, gosh, I think it was about eight years or so back and um, kind of like maybe nine years or so back and kind of just out of the back of the 2008 recession. And my then boyfriend, mm. now husband, um, agency went under and life just kind of changed overnight. We lost our house, had to move in with my mum and dad for what we thought was going to be like 90 days, ended up being nearly 18 months and was so oh, wow. lucky and so privileged to be able to do that. Um, in the mm. same breath I will also say it was not what I had planned for my life <laughs> and you know we think no. of when we're kind of like you know you're excited about life you thought you know what it might bring or you're certainly looking forward towards the future that felt like the break slammed on and um, you know this idea of kind of like losing everything and the worst mm. thing you thought could happen actually happening and it feeling a slow motion as you might watch it in a movie um, was really yeah. really unsettling and and, and it really made me feel like, oh, well, that's it then. You know, I tried um, yeah. and here we are and this is it. The struggle is on. This will be a struggle. This is what life is going to be. It's going to be a real struggle. And against the background of I was working in um, Adland back then and, you know, had, a, you know, Air Bunnies. Again, that's my third one. Good job. <laughs> and um, <laughs> used to like there was a point when I enjoyed it, but that things were just unraveling for me. And I really mm. found myself like at the bottom, I felt like I was at the bottom of a well and was struggling to get up in the morning. It wasn't unusual for me to like get home, run up like stairs, pretending I was going to like go to the loo and just like slide down the back of the bathroom door and have a cry. I just was like oh, in pieces. God. And then yeah. um, little by little, and you know, I, I must credit like the self-help aisle of the the bookshop at this point little by little mm. I started to find books about alternative ways of like thinking or looking at the world and this won't be any this may not resonate with anyone else and I'm not here to convince or persuade you of anything I hope that would be so ironic like do it my way do it my way um, do it your own way obviously um but I discovered like a book um by uh, Dr Wayne Dyer who's a spiritual writer who sadly isn't with us anymore and it was called Wishes Fulfilled and even the um title of it thought I'm really not sure about this but I do have a lot of wishes and I'm spending my time going I wish it was different I wish this I wish this yeah. hadn't happened I was just yeah. in a very toxic yeah. cocktail of like toxic fog um that I couldn't get out of and just little by little I yeah. started to just to feel a bit lighter and the fog started to dissipate and that book led me to maybe some of his other work which led me to other writers 
Um, and then that led me to kind of maybe getting more serious about looking after my head and my heart because I've got a real sense of how important that was going to be to my life experience. Because um, I, I mm. thought and, you know, felt my way into this very, very, very dark place. Could I think and feel myself out of it was kind of a puzzle yes. I set myself. And that certainly was kind of like a bit of a, you know, a, it was definitely a turning point moment. Um, and from there, I've been able to track kind of like, you know, I say track my success, but it's certainly through that mindset I was able, and this is something that I'm really clear on, is that success isn't something you go and like go to the kind of energetic equivalent or like the life coaching equivalent of Tesco and just pick it up. So much of success, I believe, is creating the conditions for it to fall in. It's like being yeah. a good host for it almost. Yeah. Um, doing your yeah. bit to work towards it. And so yeah, that was about eight years or so ago. And I will say that I can talk about it now and I feel no emotion. It feels like it happened to someone else. But for a long really? time, it wasn't that case. Like I couldn't even, like, because I had, I realized now through therapy that I had a little bit of PTSD from that experience. There was a time when I couldn't even look at a skip. Like, you know, like people like, you know, get the skips that put all the gardening yeah. stuff in or like you see it yeah, from a yeah, building site. Because yeah. I associate it with being outside our house that we had taken away from us. Do you know what I mean? Like I couldn't even... Oh look at that I find it really triggering I have like a panic attack on the spot yeah um that yeah. doesn't happen at all anymore um but I still I still remember that experience very well and I will say when and interesting I've not actually said this to anyone really um outside of like a couple of things I've said on IGTV when this pandemic thing started come to come in one of my first like wave of like subconscious thoughts was oh well you've had a good run back to the skip you know it's like but oh, it's wow. over and then I had to wow. do a lot of work I didn't like whoa 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 cool your jets yes things are unpredictable yeah. but you're still a capable person this is going to be all right this isn't going to be kind of like the big plot twist to how things have been going like keep the faith yeah. but um and there yeah. have been that stand, stands out as a significant part of the track to now because I genuinely would not be where I am today had I not done been through that because it also sent gives you a sense of and anyone that's ever ever come excuse me ever overcome or even just walked through any adversity whatever that is when you mm. have been through it you kind of feel a little bit like well if I can get through that I can get through other things so it made me oh a bit God. braver yeah. as well in terms of yeah. where I wanted to be as in like if I've overcome or worked through that I've surely I can keep going um and stay you know yeah keep my mind and my eyes on my own goals as part of that that's not to say there hasn't been a wiggly line to where I am today I mean I'd say about four five years or so back so maybe about being about two years into business I did have a bit of an you know a bordering on like bordering on adrenal fatigue like a bit of a breakdown because I've been concentrating on the wrong yeah. things been big people pleasing and actually had not been acting and not I'd not been showing any of my I hadn't been coming from a place of self-worth which doesn't mean self-importance yeah. but I hadn't had an idea I didn't have a grasp of the value that I had to offer and I wasn't positioning the value of that either so I was kind of a bit of a doormat until kind of like my adrenal system was like stop um and yeah. then kind <laughs> of because yeah because of the, the hamster wheel I was on back then too it meant that that you know me having to stop had a really big um impact on my well 
income because I couldn't you can't invoice what you haven't mm. delivered that's just like a basic of business mm. I think um yeah. and there was this big gap some people was, try but some people try but um, yeah you really shouldn't <laughs> that's not the rules um and um that was another wake up moment as in like right okay I am serious about this not I'm not I can't this can't happen again where do I go from here mm. and it was actually revisiting like Dr. Wayne's Iron and some of those more spiritual or mindset principles that allowed me to kind of come back really strong from that and it's almost like I've been on and this makes me want to clench my bum a bit as well because it is as clear and could be perceived to be arrogant as answering the question to the the beginning of our conversation AP which is I've been on a trajectory from that moment Mm. when I was like I am enough I have to believe that I'm going to believe it and here's what I'm going to do with it and there's that so so going back to the the whole um losing your house as you know I've been through all of that as well like bankruptcy lost my house lost my business which was my whole identity I literally like poured my life into it lost family relationships lots of friendships that kind of thing and I asked my um husband a a few weeks ago now I said to him would you have have um given up the struggle for like a normal life now knowing now what's on the other side that we we would find success and you know everything that comes with that again would you give all that up for an average life and he was like there's a lot to be said for average yeah. what what would you do would you go through that struggle again to achieve what you've got now or is that even can you just I, not even answer that no and I would and I and but I also say and this is I think you and I kind of share a lot of values like I have never been afraid of a, an honest day's work do you know what I mean so even yeah. if I had, would have yeah. had to go and um work for someone else like I've done that before there's no shame and like I'm not, I did reception at my friend's nail salon for a bit do you know what I mean like there's nothing I wouldn't do for an oh, honest day's that. work you know? free money? I was like, did you get free yes money? yes but the dust was not worth it let me tell worth you it. um but oh. <laughs> but I learned so much about myself but I'm like I've never in pursuit of the whatever I, my own version of success is I've always given myself permission to bridge to it so things like mm. me working um, uh, at my friend's nail shop. I also would like did you know brand strategy for jacuzzi, like like because that's what I used to do my old job brand brand strategy. Yeah, I yeah. Um, did like yeah. odd jobs for pals that were flipping houses, as they say in America, like you know restoring houses and stuff. Because mm. as I saw it, anything that allowed me to feed myself and have time for my bigger vision was a really good investment of my time. So, like I say, I know there are some people that would kind of say you have to be all in. And there's that expression, if you want to take the island, you have to burn the boats and all this. And it's like, oh, uh, But I just know that my <laughs> adrenals couldn't do that. So I really, the first two years into things, I really bridged. And I just, I took on projects. I did jobs to fund my life and pay my rent because my landlord doesn't mm. didn't give a shit if I was fulfilled or not. I'm like working on my purpose, just wanted that for me. <laughs> But knowing Was that, okay? yeah, exactly. You're all right, babes. Um, but knowing that, those decisions were in big service. Like every time I got up and was like, you know, open, like, you know, sweeping up at nail salon at quarter seven in the morning, I was like, this is an offering at the feet of my purpose. This is like, you know, no. you know, this is an offering at kind of like in in pursuit of something different. Um, and like I said, like I think an honest day's graph for an honest day's pay. I think it, I'm, I'll still do it. You know, I was even, you know, when I had yeah, that little yeah. wobbly moment, 
um, I was thinking like, oh gosh, I wonder if there's anything going at the farm shop if it came to it, that kind of thing. Because I'm not, I'm not above work. I fucking love work. I love the work no. I do, yeah. um, and I'll do anything to sustain yeah. it. Um, but yeah, whether, but yeah, we should all have, we have permission to have like, you know, an extraordinary life for our own version of it. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Cause there's nothing, absolutely nothing no, wrong with rocking up and like I say, an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. Um, as long as your heart's yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's, it's serving a purpose. It doesn't have yeah. to be serving your purpose, That's does it? it? If it That's serves it. a purpose right there. So it would be really remiss of me not to kind of, um, link, success success is so closely linked to comparison yeah. isn't it yeah, and it is. that is completely your bag so let's let's just wrap up mm. on that subject and how I guess it comes back to what we talked about originally doesn't it where mm. everyone else has said well I guess who's like are you successful I guess who's asking it whereas yeah. you said yes so is that because you've got your comparison in check so to you it's not about who's asking it's about how you feel whereas other people are like you know most of the answers have been it depends who's judging me it depends who's judging my success so it depends if my friends were if you ask my friends they'd say no because I'm not married with kids but but I've got this million pound business you know so how 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 are the two interlinked and how do we make them uninterlinked I guess is the question isn't it oh this is a really juicy one I've never been asked this before (laughs) I love this yeah okay and off you go um so I think that um there's I could answer yes to um is my version of success clear or am I there because my comparison's in check yes but it's also because I know how slippery my comparison can be I have to know what my version of success is because if I don't have that to come back to and snap me out, oh, I'm actually clicking my fingers, look at me go, mm. but snap me out of a comparison moment, <laughs> then I will spin and I will spin yeah. and fall. Um, so yeah. I think it's not just in terms of kind of understanding your own version of success is important because you know where you're going, but it will also help you get there too. And something I'll often say to clients is, um, First of all, like checking in on what, you know, if you've shared what is your version of success, is it yours or did you get given it by, you know, a friend or a parent? Um, So that's why a lot of people are maybe feeling that they want to maybe leave the corporate world or do different work because like, oh, I've got to this point. My parents get to tell my friends about me, tell their friends about me. but I haven't been on holiday in two years because I've got so much pressure on all that kind of thing. So there's that permission piece to check in and do that audit and that inventory. There's also the checking on successes, like does it apply now? Or just like anything at the back of my fridge, has it gone past its sell-by date, you know? So (laughs) something you might be working towards for years or weeks, it doesn't matter. It's like stay checked in on it. Is it still aligned? Does it still feel like it's going to work for you? Is there something different, better, more accurate and more of a fit for you that you actually need to be working towards? And again, both of those things require you having to give yourself permission to reflect and check in on that and start to Mm. gain more autonomy. Because the most confident people that you might know might feel like they have no autonomy over kind of like what their goals are or what their version of success is. And it might be like, well, Mm. I mean, it's so easy to compare yourself to other people because there are many traditional measures of success that still apply. You know, for example, um, I'm through, this is by my, this is all kind of down to me, but I haven't been on holiday for the last three years because bought a house, blah, blah, other things going on. I'll take this to my therapist, not a big deal. 
but I do. <laughs> like last May, I said to myself, when I just started to see people going on mini breaks when we were allowed to travel, and then in June, July, my feed was like flooded with Rosé in the south of France and all this. And I kind of, I was absolutely <laughs> female. I was like, how am I? I was like, am I the only one guarding the UK? Because everyone else has gone on holiday. Like, it's just me <laughs> patrolling the kingdom with my dog because everyone else is in like Mujan or um, Cannes. But I made myself a promise in that moment. Like, I don't have a big thirst for travel, but I love adventure and I love getting away. But, you know, living a laptop lifestyle, for example, is just my idea of a worst nightmare. But I love a boozy yeah. holiday. And I remember being really yeah. triggered and like rattled by comparison last summer. And like in November, I started looking for places to go on holiday. I was like, I am not going to be sitting on my phone in the Tesco self-check-in in June, looking at Becky from Solly Hull in the south of France again. I cannot tolerate it. I just cannot let myself go there. So comparison isn't always a bad thing. But, um, you know, I maybe got a bit far with my comparison in that. I was like, my goals are to like, my, my home is really like, and where my connection to my family is like, you know, my dad's always said family first. Like my connection to my is really makes my heart sing. Like I said, the laptop lifestyle for me yeah. is really not not appealing really. But I think I'd gone too far such that I hadn't had anything in my own goals or motivations around when I do like to spend time out of home. So um that was a really long answer to a really direct question. No, no, like, it was a I great answer. That I, illustrated I, I the relationship hate Becky from already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My um, my dad has a saying that he he imparted on me many years yeah. ago, which is just run your own race, and yeah, it, and I just come back to it time and time again because it's just so simple, isn't it? But it's like, and I guess that's what we're saying, isn't it? Run your own race, yeah. as in set your goals and compare your success to like literally a, a checklist like am I hitting my goals my goals yeah. are they could be you know the kids safe have I got money in the bank have I got food yeah. on the table they could be have I hit a million this year have yeah. I got a big team have I got yeah. a jacuzzi in the but you know yeah. it's so personal isn't it it really is and the great thing is that when we when you give yourself mission to do that and I give myself mission to do that like everybody like we all win if you, you know if you're listening and you are looking at your like say running your own race then it lets the pressure off for other people too. Because here's another thing that people like a bit kind of slow to accept, and this can be quite confronting, is that everyone is someone else's comparison trigger. Like if you're listening yeah. to this, you're the sort of person which is interested in the road to success, you'll definitely be someone's comparison trigger. And that's really confronting. Yeah. Because I mean, especially kind of yeah. like on an off day, um, and like I said, sometimes I get the odd email with people saying I'm triggering their comparison and they're kind of like, you know I've been sizing up for an hour I'm gonna have a shower or not or whatever you know and I'm kind of in my dog walking Actually clothes get but like today. yeah exactly <laughs> and I'm kind of like oh wow you know even now but you know everyone will be someone's comparison trigger and it might be there's someone that you know they kind of not got their hook from you but you caught their attention at school and they follow your story or what you're doing a bit too yes. closely on Facebook or it might be there's a, some random on the internet that kind of saw you were tagged in someone else's photo on holiday and then started following you. And now they check in on you because you're this interesting person yeah. on the internet as far as they're concerned. <laughs> but it, we're, we're all doing it. We're all participating in it, which is why it's participating in it, which is why it's so important to be like just so compassionate with each other around this. Because no one wants yeah. to do it. You know, yeah, there are some upsides to comparing and that it can remind you of how inspiring that thing can be but for most of us we don't get off there it gets you know it goes to a different place 
It's just fascinating, isn't it? I could talk about this stuff all day because it's not success. We think of success like the pictures that come in your head, are, yeah. you know, house, money, like business, job, whatever. But actually, it covers everything and it intersects with everything, doesn't oh, it? It does. I think that's the word, intersects. I think that is it. It's like looking at where it's translating for us and bit by yeah. bit trying to, well, I, I use the word heal, like heal it. Um, it's not something to like mm. fix or snap out of. If it was, you know, if there's, oh, here's the switch, darling, just press that. If it was that simple, we'd yeah. all be doing it. No one would be comparing negatively. Yeah. yeah, hire me, I'll flip the switch for yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry, I know where it I, is. I know where the I'll switch is. I'll come and get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me those rubber gloves. <laughs> Don't you move a muscle. Oh, Lucy, honestly, I could talk to you all day about this stuff, um, but, you know, we can't, can we? Because people are definitely <laughs> We've got to go and work on our own success. <laughs> the first twenty-four hour podcast. Yeah. Um, thank you, thank you so much for joining me. Can where can pe- I'll link to it all in the show notes? But where's the best place for people to find out more about you and kind of see what you do and and be triggered by your amazingness? Thank you so much for having me. I think the gram is probably the best place. If you go to at Lucy Sheridan, I'm giving away a lot of comparison busting advice, like probably like twice a day at the moment. So if you want to have a binge, that's the best place to um, come and be pals. <laughs> Perfect. I will link to it in the show notes. Thank you so, so much. I I feel like we've we've just like taken a little, a tiny little saw to the very, very tip of the iceberg. There's so much more, isn't there? But I feel like we, we you know, covered a good amount of stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. I hope this has provided some food for thought. Brilliant. Thanks, Lucy. Have a brilliant day. Enjoy the rest of your lockdown. Thanks. You too, AP. See you later. Take Bye. Care. Wow, thank you, Lucy. That was all so helpful. There's so much that I could have talked to her about this stuff. She's an absolute fountain of knowledge. Please do go and follow her on Instagram where you'll get your daily doses of, I think she calls it daily doses of truth serum, which is so appropriate for her. She's an absolute powerhouse. Please do go and follow her. If you're interested in working with me and the team, come and join us in the Ecom Growth Hub. Links are in the show notes. Please subscribe to the podcast if you've enjoyed it where you find yours. And if you have enjoyed it, please do leave us a review because it really, really helps. I hope you have a great week. Speak to you next week.